thank you guys for listening to the halftime huddle. This is episode three. I'm Jerry Villa. And always, I'm joined by Brick Skinner. And we have a kind of like a special guest. It's Marley Silverbrand. He's my co-host from the Water Cooler Podcast. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Uh, I don't really know much about football, but I'm just here supporting you guys. Uh, I think you're doing great things. So uh, let's uh, let's talk some hand egg. No, I mean football. <laughs> how you doing, Brooks? Pretty good. How are you? Uh, I'm good, man. Another day. Can't complain. Just excited. We got some first week of football done, and it, there was there were some good games. Just some good games. Good news that there was like no COVID cases uh, early Sunday morning when they released that. That's always a good thing to hear, and some pretty yeah. It was a good week of football, I think. Yeah, that. That that surprised me because you know how there's a lot of players and a lot of personnel in football. I think yeah. it's, it's like one of the most in sports. Yeah. So they had like almost 30, I think it was 3,600, 3,500 players. Yeah. Or people tested and they all tested negative. So that was, that was a good sign. Yeah. Just hopefully they could keep it up. Everybody wears their masks, social distance and stay safe. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it continues. Yep. All right, Marley. Um, so you said you don't, you hardly watch football. Um, I know off off pod you were telling me that you were you were watching the Red Zone, and yeah. you're a big fan of it. Yeah, I'm a huge. I know it's like 11 years old at this point, but I finally bought into NFL Red Zone, and just being like on the production side, like I like, it was kind of a little bit a nightmare thinking about how they put together like the NFL Red Zone because I can't mm-hmm. even imagine how many producers this guy probably has like in his ear and just as saying like, Oh, let's cut to this game, cut to this game. But it's super entertaining. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, like watching NFL red zone, but there was a lot of good games that uh, in week one too. So. Yeah, there was, um, I think I'm trying to remember. I think all, my game was the first one that I watched because it was Cam's debut and I wanted to see how he was going to perform. And he, he met, I, he met my expectations. He he balled out. He did, he did great. He basically to uh, two months healthy or two years healthy, or I guess his this is his first season healthy in two years, and he he did good. I know we still need some weapons on offense. So are are you bought into him? Are you ready to spend a lot of money on him? I have to see some more more games first, but I think if if he continues, I I think Bill might offer him a, a good contract. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either cuz we have cap the cap space right now. Yeah, you guys have like 25, 20 something 20 something million for cap right now? 36, I think. 36. Oh, okay, I was way off. My bad. And I, I know we can use that to sign, like, a couple of receivers, but there's not that many in the market unless we trade for some. And <laughs> I was I was sending you all the stuff on, on Twitter about who I wanted. <laughs> Everyone. Uh, it, it look, yeah, it looks like Allen Robinson, he he might stay. And then um, Sanu, they, the Niners signed him. So that's some good news for them. Yeah, that's good for them. But it, if Cam does continue to, to play like this, I, I think we might offer him a contract. And I think we just – Deserves it because he's still a former MVP. He just hasn't been healthy at all, so that's that's a downside on it. 
but hopefully he's he does stay healthy and he continues to play like former MVP Cam. Well, I think he'll continue to get better in New England because uh, Carolina, when he was there, he didn't have a great line around him. And if New England's had a good line forever, and if they have someone blocking for him, giving him time in the pocket, or having him run, get, getting big bodies out there so he could follow behind him, he'll stay healthy and just need, he just needs to stay on his feet and not not go to the ground too much. Yeah, I that that's what I am scared of, but I know that's what he does the best, especially like escaping the pocket and whatnot. Yeah, like him escaping the pocket or going for it on fourth and one and jumping over the line or goal line situation. He's great in that situation, but you don't want to see him getting hurt like that. Yeah. Especially when, like I, I was saying, he's he's been the healthiest in, in forever. So hopefully he stays healthy and we continue to win. He played, how many games he played last year? Like three? Three or four? Uh, I want to say it was like, like four, I think. And they sat out the rest of the season, and then yeah, because yeah. he, I think they they forced him back. Yeah, because it was his, was his foot this year. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember him getting hurt week one, and then they forced him back, and he was he just seemed stale and like just too flat footed, which he he was probably in pain, so it makes sense. And you can't you can't force a player back like that because that you could end their career and that's that's messed up yeah that's true i think the interesting thing with cam newton is that i I think the patriots will definitely resign him after after this season but the i I think but jerry will know this phrase a little bit too often because we used to work with a guy that used to say this but i think the patriots have a opportunity to sign a team-friendly deal and then they can fill fill out uh the rest of the lineup with like uh wide receivers and boost up the offensive line but I, I don't watch very many of your games so I don't know how your your offensive line is but I know you said you needed receivers Jerry mm-hmm. yeah so a, a team-friendly deal with Cam Newton and then bolster up your, your receivers I think uh, I think the Patriots Patriots are looking pretty good there yeah and our defense is, is, st- is still one of the best there there was opt-outs so we do miss those players and our O-line is good uh, one of our centers, David Andrews, he missed all of last season. So he, he didn't want to miss these, this season, and he's making a huge difference for us. Though I think the only thing that we do need is is receivers. That's it. Because the only one that's making separation is Edelman. And he's already old. So we just hopefully we get some help. <clears throat> and I'm not too familiar with, like, the cap situation for football or, like, how to mm-hmm. off, like how you offer – how players get offered max money – but I feel like after like if, like if Cam Newton like balls out like in his first season like after coming back, I don't feel like that's necessarily max money at that point. I think like a team friendly deal, like I said before, is it, it makes m- the most sense. So especially if you're the Patriots. So yeah, we'll we'll see how he how he does. I'm, I'm hoping he does good. Just yeah. the thoughts. Um, so, so we're talking about receivers. Let's talk about um, your team. Since- you watch the Niners. Yeah, I wouldn't really say that the Niners are my team because I haven't watched them in years. Mm-hmm. Ever since uh, Cap the Kaepernick kind of got shoved to the bench, I kind of mm-hmm. stopped watching them. Then I came back a little bit, like with the Super Bowl, and then but I wasn't really 
rooting for him during the Super Bowl, but I guess I guess you can say that I root for the Niners, but they're not really my team. So <laughs> I well, just you, like football. Cause you, yeah, because you told me um, at work that you were trying to get back into football because you haven't watched it in a while. And did how did you like the game? Uh, I thought it was good. I think the Niners' defense is definitely on point, but like you said this on previous pods of the halftime huddle, it's like we have no receivers, mm-hmm. and I, I've when I seen when I when I saw Jimmy G in the Super Bowl, like I, I thought he was good, but the seeing him hesitate on so many like, uh, so many like decisions, even during the Super Bowl and like during this last game, it's a little troubling. Like uh, I can. Like, if I was a true Niners fan, I can see how it could be a little troubling. I think uh, for for that, I, I don't think he has trust in his receivers yet. Especially because his best receiver is probably Debo. And he hasn't even played this mm-hmm. season so far. And you do have George Kittle, but he has he has a sprained knee, and we don't even know if he's going to – he returned the, that game – but we don't know if he's going to play or how his knee's going to do or what. Kyle, because... Kyle Shanahan has come out and said that he's doubtful for week two. So it's definitely a game-time decision. Uh, but that injury, just like looking at it on the replay, like that's not – it was not a pretty injury. <laughs> yeah, we, we thought – we were talking about this at work. We thought that he, he might have torn his ACL or something because it, it did look like it. Yeah, uh, th- which will be even worse news for the Niners. But yeah, and then on so the, your guys' defense or the Niners' defense was playing playing good, but they were just on the field way too much, and they were on the field way too much because you guys' offense couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then when your guys' defense was on the field, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, man, they were torching you guys. Yeah, um, I was actually watching the Deuce and Mo podcast like the other a couple of days ago, and Deuce actually, well, he guessed it on the last Water Cooler podcast. Uh, that's a shameless plug, uh, but, <laughs> but um, he actually brought up that the Forty ers have always really had uh, trouble with mobile quarterbacks, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of a good point. And like looking back, like like in our history, like I, we actually do have. Had troubles like with mobile quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. So, but I don't well, know. I, I think every team does because it's it's hard. Look, that's why you, when you play Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, even Cam, mm-hmm. they're they're all mobile and they can they can run and throw. Yeah, so it's always dangerous. Well, especially a guy like Kyler Murray and like uh, Russell Wilson. They're, yeah. they're so good in the pocket. They feel a, like a little bit of pressure, and they're out. And you don't know if they're going to still sling it down the, uh, down the field for 60 yards or if they're going to run for 15 and get out of bounds and get the first down. And you know what's crazy about them? Those two, they're the shortest QBs in the league. Yep. And, dude, they're, they're like magicians. It's, it's insane. They just feel the pressure so well, and they, they're, they have, like – they're aware of their surroundings and it it's crazy seeing them play and some of the plays they make. And uh, so we're talking about DeAndre Hopkins. How, how do you think he's fitting in with, with them? He's fit like a glove. 
He, 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 made it, he made it look easy out there. What was it, 14 catches, 150 yards, and an almost touchdown? Yeah, I needed that touchdown for fantasy. If if he keeps it up, he's gonna he he's gonna be an offensive player of the year. It's it's insane, man. It's it's, it's just... week one, and that's a bold like statement. But mm-hmm. no, I agree. I, he he can he can be because you like and and even if he even, even if they double cover him, he's still catching he, it. He's still he's still gonna catch it. Like it, he him. Uh, Julio and Mike Thomas are like the only guys that can consistently do that. Does he? Does he remind you of, of a little of uh, like a younger Larry Larry Fitzgerald? Yeah, right. Yeah, like a quiet guy that just does his like gets in there and does a gritty work and, he can, and he catches everything. That's how Larry was too, man. Yeah. See, but the thing about DeAndre Hopkins is like during the the Niners game, the thing that was troubling for me was that like. He was he was balling out like the entire game, and the Niners just decided not to cover him. Like I don't know if it was like a missed route or anything like that, but it was just I I think it was on the game winning drive. Like the Niners just weren't covering him, and he just went in for a touchdown. It's like really. Well, you have Richard Sherman, and I know he's gonna miss the next I think three weeks with the calf injury. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know what happened to him. So because uh, he's still one of the best corners in the league. Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't know what was going on. I know Richard's like a shadow corner. It must he's have just... been a missed route or something. Or I, I don't know, but it was kind of troubling. And I can see if you're a Niners fan, it to be even more troubling. So Richard Sherman's also a little. Like, he's on the older side. Yeah. And to cover someone like DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> like you have to do it twice a year. DK Metcalf twice a year, Cooper Cup twice a year. That's tough on an older guy, but he he still got it in some aspect. I, if I were them, I'd run more zone with him and not try to make him force him in man too much because mm-hmm. he's he's been dealing with that calf injury for a while. It's been on and off. Like he said uh, in the Super Bowl, his calf was like bugging him the whole game, and he still played because. It's a Super Bowl, and you're the number one corner in your team. You got to play. Yeah, so it says he has a strained calf, and the earliest he can return is Week Five against Miami. So we'll we'll see how how the Niners hold up until then. That that seven and nine is looking even better now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about let's talk about your game. I that's one of the other games I watched too because I I wanted to see how how Brady did against you guys. It was the one of the most televised games like ever. Yeah, I, I seen that today. It, it was funny watching ESPN before the game started and everybody writing the books and saying like, "Oh, Super Bowl bound, Super Bowl bound." <laughs> giving Brady all this attention and all this hype, and then they end up losing, and then like, oh, wait, give Brady a break. He's He has to get used to the team. Like, obviously he does, but you can't just hype him up so much, and then they lose, and you're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, no, they need to get some gel going, and then they'll be good. Like, you can't, you can't just, I don't know, hype him up so much and then backpedal. It's basically <laughs> saying what you just said, Brooks. Like, a, I think it was episode two where you made your predictions. Where you, you feel like you, I think you said week week five 
because since it, uh, the Bucks didn't have a training camp or any preseason, like yeah. Brady hasn't really had any time with like these receivers, so he needs to like gel with like his guys first. And I, I think you hit it right on the head. So yeah, and you could tell on that when he that, threw that first pick to yeah. he's thrown it to Mike, Mike Evans. Mike and Evans. He just stopped. Mike yeah. Evans just stopped, and Marcus Williams read it. He, Mark, pick, he, yeah. he was double covered first of all. Yes. We had, we had <laughs> Malcolm. We had Malcolm Jenkins in front of him and Marcus Williams behind him. Like, it was either a pig or a batted down pass. And luckily, Mike Evans just gave up on the play and Marcus Williams got that pick. What happened with that pick six? I didn't. I didn't watch that one. I know he got picked off twice. So we got. He got that. Uh, Marcus Williams got that pick. Uh, a couple plays later, Al Kamara scored, mm-hmm. and then uh, the next the next time they got the ball. Uh, I forget who he was throwing it to, but he was running like a eight or nine yard uh, comeback, but he's come back to the uh, sideline. And on those plays, you want to throw it like you want to throw it uh, to the outside to the sideline, mm-hmm. but he threw it inside to his back right shoulder. And uh, Jack Rabbit just read that easy. Did and pick it, six. It, it almost seemed like he threw it to him, and he pretty much walked in the end zone. Uh, so after so, – so I, I watched it before that. So I saw how Tom and the Bucks started their offense. Are, are you scared, like, later on if they, if they play like that the entire game? Are you, are you going to be scared of their offense later on when you guys meet up again? Because you know that's going to be a huge game to get that yeah. other win over them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Um, I don't know, because the Saints notoriously always start slow, mm-hmm. and they usually finish pretty hard. Um, our, I think if our offense didn't look so bad on the in that first half, our offense didn't look good pretty much at all. But um, we got the ball first. We should have drove down and score. There was some dumb like sweep calls and like. We we're pitching the ball on like third and eight to Alvin Kamara when they have two of the best linebackers in the league and that solid DN. Like we, Sean Payton even said it himself that he this was the worst game he's ever called in his life. He said he the defense was good, the special teams was good, and offense was okay, and he was terrible. So if we if we get the offense rolling early, I think the Saints are going to be a hard team to beat. Uh, so, and then you did get the news about uh, Michael Thomas. What, what are you feeling about that? Because it says around three weeks. So, what's yeah. your your guys' schedule looking like? So, we got the Raiders next um, on Monday. Monday mm-hmm. football, uh, Raiders' first home game. Uh, they got a lot of a rookie, like – their sec their secondary most of those guys are under twenty three, mm-hmm. and so we got I think we'll be okay with them, <clears throat> passing wise. And then they got to slow down Alvin Kamara, which that's always tough. And then uh, Latavius Murray going against his former team, like I think he he'll be solid because Corey Littleton can't do it by do him by himself. And their other linebacker uh, they got from the Bears, I, I'm blanking on his name, but he got hurt. He I think he strained his pec, and so I think he's doubtful for that game. Mm-hmm. But after that, 
like it's gonna be tough playing the Packers. Yeah, that, that game's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. Packers look solid. Yeah, then we got the but we, then we got the Lions and the Chargers. So I think I think we'll go four and one. Uh, or no, three three and one yeah. with the loss to the Packers. I think the Packers are without Mike Thomas. It's gonna be hard to beat. Oh man! So you were talking about the Raiders? They they got their their first win too. Yeah, as, as the Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders, which is still see too weird. To, like it's weird when when you see that on the TV LV. Yeah, like it's super weird seeing LV. I, like it was like that's supposed to be Oakland. I'm like, <laughs> the the commentators were were saying the same thing. They're like, oh, that's it looks weird, and they're like, oh, the Oakland Raiders. I mean, uh, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. They, they kept slipping up, and they kept saying how weird it was to see Las Vegas. What do you think about uh, Henry Ruggs? He he looked nice. He's he's such a speedster, man. He's good. He's just – he can't get a lot of touches. The little guys like that, you can't hand, hand them the ball off because if mo- most of the time it's going to be a linebacker or a defensive end tackling them. Mm-hmm. And those guys got forty to sixty pounds on them. Yeah, and that on your body, like you saw how he 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 hurt his ankle, mm-hmm. and the he's questionable for next week. You like he's good, but you can't you can't be handing him the ball off because he had like six touches in the first quarter, mm-hmm. and then and then in the I think in the second quarter he got hurt. He twisted up his ankle because he got tackled by a linebacker. And the linebacker twisted and rolled on his ankle. Like, I think they should just use him like Tyree Kill, but without the the rushing. Yeah, so just make him put him on the on the sides, or maybe even um in in the slot or something. As long as you get him open and you give him the ball, I think he he always has a chance to take it to the house. Yeah, he and I think uh if he gains a little bit of weight. He'll he'll be solid because I'm pretty sure he's like one like sixty one like some something in the he's one ninety yeah like and you're going against guys that are two forty yeah and he is small he's he's just six six foot yeah but he's quick he yeah when he runs it looks effortless it, he, it, look, it looks like he's gliding across the field and everybody's on a full out sprint trying to catch him hell yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see how they how they do with him against you guys. And Josh Jacobs, he just he he's in, he's crazy. He had a hat trick in this in the first game. Like that's pretty insane. Um. So let's talk about um. So, so there are some more injuries. So Marlon Mack torn Achilles. Le'Veon, he has his hamstring. He's going to miss, I think, three weeks. And then the Cowboys, during that Sunday night football game, he uh, Blake Jarwin tore his ACL. And then uh, uh, Lane Vanderish has to have yeah. surgery on his neck, so he's done. Well, that's a huge loss because I know he's – what, this was his second year? Yeah. Yeah. You, you said out of Idaho, right? Yeah, was, he had a good rookie year. Yeah, he he like played in like a like in Idaho for high school when he played in like a seven man football league in high, in high school, and then walked on to 
State, and he was just killed it at Boise State, and then got drafted by the Cowboys. And he he had a solid rookie year. He was all over the field making plays, and but he just got that neck injury, and that's that's almost impossible to bounce back from as a linebacker because you're you're using your head almost every play. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what games are you looking forward to this week? Um, well, I'm going to talk about, like, the Browns and Bengals game because that's, that's on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll be – I think that's going to be a surprisingly good game. The Browns are favored in that game to win, I think it was about, like, six points. But I think uh, – I think the Bengals and – Joe Burrow might uh, stun him. Yeah, I I I think it's it's a possibility, but the Bengals are missing some so much pieces on defense. Yeah, I think they're missing uh, what's his name that that D tackle. Yeah, I think this is his second week. Uh, was Geno Atkins? I think. Yeah. Uh huh. Also, another good game. Uh, uh, Falcons and Cowboys. Yeah. I think that one would be good too. They're kind of two like on the cusp teams. Like they could be very good, but mm-hmm. if they stick to their true fashion, they're going to be bad. Yeah, and that's then, true. And then also your guys' game. You guys for Seahawks. I think that's going to be a very good game. It's Sunday night. I think that's, that's going to be a fun game rematch of that Super Bowl that they haven't played in four years. Yeah, a, a very different team from Tom Brady to Cam Newton, so it's going to be interesting to watch. There's, I want, I, I want to watch the the Ravens and, and Texans. I want, I want to see how. Yeah, that's how, also a pretty good game. Oh, those those do. You think the Browns get their first win tomorrow? I don't know. M- maybe because they, they like like <laughs> they have the basketball. puzzle pieces. Yeah, it's like like basketball, like the Clippers. That they have the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> they just choke. Yeah, they just they they do bad. Uh, I don't know. They have so much talent. You have two good running backs with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but they don't they don't run the ball. I I they think it's the ball too much to to Odell. I know he's a good wide receiver, but don't force it to him every play. Yeah. And especially, he's going to be double covered. Well, I'm, I'm hoping he balls out this week since I have him on fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up kind of towards the beginning of the podcast, we, we talked a little bit about COVID and there was no positive cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I found that was super weird, like watching these games, even though it was on red zone most of the time, was that the audio being pumped in, I thought the Niners game was actually – they pumped the audio in pretty well. But, like, on Monday Night Football, I felt like that just the mixing was just a little off. Was was, was that just me or – Yeah, some of it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like, the watching the uh, Raiders and uh, Carolina game, it would be like the Raiders got a stop on fourth and one, and then someone pumped in crowd noise for the Raiders. Like, they were cheering. I'm like, what what's going on? Like, and then – or the uh, it'd be a, a a call against the Panthers, and then you hear cheers in the background. Or like whoever's up there pressing these buttons needs to needs to get it figured out because they I don't know I don't think they know what they're doing. They weren't. <laughs> they didn't know what to do. 
or I remember I, f- I forget what game it was, but they pumped in like like this huge like ovation for uh, like a two yard gain, and I'm just like, okay, well maybe they're just super excited. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but. But yeah, I think uh, the maybe the Packers lines will be good because it's a division games are always good for some reason, especially with them. Well, I was looking at the the Colts and the Vikings game, mm-hmm. and the, the Colts are favored to win that game. How? I, by three? Yeah. I I don't know. Like, do they know who Philip Rivers is? I like, guess not. But the, but Philip, if you think about it, Philip Rivers and Kirk Cousins are kind of the same. Yeah. Philip Rivers just has like Philip Rivers just likes to talk trash a little more. Yeah, I I, I love watching those the NFL film things. Oh yeah, when they're mic'd up and yeah. he's he's talking crap to everybody. Mm-hmm. The another game that I kind of want to watch too. So I watched the Monday Night Football game with the Steelers and Giants, and the Giants defense surprisingly looks good. It's it's not as worse, or yeah, as worse as it's been the last couple of years. Or their their offensive line is absolutely terrible. <laughs> you, um, Saquon couldn't buy seven yards. He got six. Big Ben had more rushing yards than Saquon. I know. I saw, I saw that. It's crazy. And then the the Bears. I didn't I didn't watch their game, but I know that they. They came. I think they came back. Yeah, they're down for a while. Maserati Mitch, the second half. <laughs> apparently, apparently he was he was a better pick than Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. And they paid. Um, the thing that surprises me is that he's still starting over Nick Foles. I know Nick Foles isn't like a good starting material quarterback, but I think I'll rather have him. I didn't. I didn't watch how Mitch played, but. From seeing what people have been saying about him, I guess he played good. Yeah. We'll see how he, he does this week. I don't know how he came back and did it, but he did it. And then I I, I like that, was it Denver and Tennessee game? That that was a good game. It looked like all defense. I don't know if Denver looked good or Tennessee looked horrible. I think it was like well, both. Their kicker missing four field goals that, that that hurts a little bit. Yeah, that's that's why we got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 missed what three? He missed three three, field, three field goals and a, one extra point. Oh my god! That and that's a lot of points right there. Yeah. That's I don't know. All right, um, we're gonna. We got to take a quick break and then we'll get back to the rest of the halftime huddle after this break. All right. Thank you guys for, for listening. Let's get back to the second half of the pod. There was the, the Washington football team. So they came back from 17 down to the Eagles. I, I didn't watch that game because I, I thought the, Washington football team was going to lose, and surprisingly, they won. Can, can, can we just talk about how dumb that name is? Like, <laughs> I, know. I know it's just a placeholder, but it's uh-huh. like, r- really? And I, I heard some people calling it the Washington professional football team because they don't yeah. want to get confused with the college team. 
So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm, I don't know. That's just my half big. It is stupid. You have, you have so, I, I, I would assume they had so much time to think of a name and they couldn't think of one. Yeah. I, it's I, like the owner really like came out and said, he's like, oh, we want to work on a rebrand. And I'm like, okay, whatever. They probably have a name. They just want the owner is just a weirdo and probably doesn't want to pay the uh, the copyright for the name. Cause I saw I seen people like a real estate agent in um, DC. He was buying all the ideas. Mm-hmm. He oh. paid for a whole, a whole bunch of the the ideas that were like on the table for the Washington Football Team as copyrights. So he he just wants a lot of money for him, and I'm, I, I doubt that. The owner will pay for him. He's he's he seems like a weird guy. Well, I was telling. They, go ahead, they hired. Uh, like, hopefully, it wasn't the L.A. Rams. The oh man! Because those that logo, it's. I wanted to puke a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I think their uniforms are ugly. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see their numbers? They're like. I don't know. Pl- they look like plastic. On the jerseys. I, it's, they look like an arena football team jersey. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. It, that's a perfect way to describe it. Arena football or XFL. Yeah. A league that doesn't exist, so. I was, so I was telling Marley about the name, like a name suggestion. I told him the, the Washington Senators. Yeah, I saw that too. I think that would be a good one. Yeah. I saw that one was like uh, in the running as a favorite. Yeah. I think it makes sense too. Yeah. Rather than just Washington football team, anything yeah. makes sense at that point. It's it, <laughs> like if you look at the end zone, it's super hilarious, just because it's like bleeding into like the ten yard line. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's like they was, rushed it at the last minute. It's like, oh, yeah. Our <laughs> Brooks, you were talking about the that you wanted to see the the game tomorrow with the Bengals and Browns. How? What do you think about the Browns' season so far? The, the first first game, everybody saw how they came out. They they look like do, the Browns. Do you, do you give them a pass because they played the Ravens? Um, no, because they're in, they're in your division, and mm-hmm. if you want to make playoffs, you're gonna have to beat them at least once. Mm-hmm. You can't go zero and two against them, and then win one against the Bengals and win one against the Steelers, like you have to you have to at least look like you're competing. They they played awful and they have the puzzle pieces and I don't know if it's Baker, if it's coaching or what's going on. I I kinda wanna say it's Baker. Look, he went twenty one for thirty nine, hundred eighty nine yards, a touchdown, a pick his QBR is 33.3. Yeah. And how we were talking about, I think he's trying to force the ball too much to either Odell or Landry. And that that's why I think they're they're getting quicker three and outs. And look, you have Nick Chubb. He's what we talked about. He's one of the top running backs. And Kareem Hunt is top like five kicker. <laughs> He had he had more yards than Nick Chubb. Yeah, no, he he's a solid running back too. Yeah. It it's a two headed dragon you got right there. And if 
Kareem Hunt or if uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and uh, Jarvis or uh, David Njoku aren't if they're not open, check it down to those guys. They mm-hmm. they they're good on their feet. They will get a few yards or maybe get a first down. Like you don't have to force it to them. Yeah, they even have Austin Hooper. He came yeah. from from Atlanta. Atlanta, and he's a good tight end. Just he is, yeah. You have so so much weapons. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's a mixture of Baker or your coaching staff. It's it's something. So something has to happen. I know it's but, it's one game. You're playing the the Ravens. They have a great defense and a even better offense. But still, you have to put up some points. You put up two. Was it a touchdown or was it two field goals? Two field goals. Oh no! It says a touchdown, Baker. Yeah, and Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. But they missed the extra point. But but still, you have to you have to put more points in that, especially when it's a division game, because you know how important those are. Yep. It's. I don't know if it's the Browns' curse or what's going on with them. They haven't been good since like. Peyton Hillis, and he, he was like, <laughs> "How long ago was that?" Was twenty? Was it twenty twelve? Yeah, he went crazy and got on the Madden cover, and then never seen him again. Oh, Madden curse. Yep. Oh man, it cursed yeah, an Madden. entire franchise, not just one person. <laughs> Madden in <laughs> twelve. Like the Browns haven't been good. Uh, since I've been like I was watching football consistently back then, so they haven't been good since <laughs> when I stopped watching. <laughs> so hopefully this year for Browns fans, <laughs> no, I, feel, I feel bad for them. I like I, I would never switch up teams, but yeah. God, I can't imagine. Well, what was the last positive thing for them? Wasn't it Josh Gordon when he led the league in receiving yards? Yeah. Jeez, and, man. But like, they they screwed themselves for years because like drafting Johnny Menzel, like you knew that wasn't gonna work out. What what year was that? I mean, let me see who could they they could have drafted. But just hearing like all 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 this talk about the Browns, it just makes me the Browns are just equivalent to the Sacramento Kings. So it's (laughs) (laughs) it's just I've been a fan for god knows how long and i'm just like every single year it's just like we can do it and then i'm just depressed at the end of every every season i'm just like that's just every browns yeah that's been the browns forever yeah the kings were good for a little bit um i could i can barely remember those years at that point (laughs) yeah yeah but hopefully we just signed a new gm uh, you guys can you guys can pick another topic. I'm still looking for the yeah. draft thing. Um, but when we're talking about um, the Washington football team, their defensive line is sneakily good. They had eight sacks, a forced fumble. Chase Young, yeah, man, looked ridiculous. Ryan <laughs> Kerrigan, they have a they have like a a front set like a front five mm-hmm. like uh, San Francisco does. They have a lot of first round picks in that in that defensive line and it showed on Sunday. Eight sacks. Bostic is pretty good too, right? The linebacker. Yep. They have yep. Thomas Davis. Yep. Oh, corner, shutdown corner, Ronald Darby. Yep. Kendall Fuller. Man. Landon Collins? Oh yep. my god. 
their their defense is sneakily good. Like they they might be up there for defense. Like it's gonna it's gonna be hard to stay in the games because their offense is young and working out the kinks, but their defense might be sneakily good this year. Yeah, Chase Young almost so he got a sack and a half, a forced fumble, four tackles. Yep. Like eight sacks in week one. That that's a lot for a team. That's oh man, that's insane. Um, I'm still trying to find it because I'm. I thought it was the 2014 draft. But I guess it wasn't. What do you think about the uh, Bills Dolphins game, Jerry? Bills Dolphins. Yeah. The, the Bills that they, they they look good, but they're or they play the Jets. The the Jets have. Are you talking about this week coming up? Yeah. The well the the Bills they look good. It's just they're they're playing our, our division of until they play someone real then. I I don't count them as contenders. I still think we're better than them. They do have weapons, but I I think whoever's on their offense, like Stefan Diggs, he's going to get locked up by Gilmore whenever we play. And uh, they're going to have to rely on somebody else making plays for them. I know we have to worry about, what's his name, John Brown, because he's a speedster, but hopefully I think we'll be fine. I think the the good challenge for them is when they play the Rams. They got Jalen Ramsey. Their their defense is is low key nice. Mm-hmm. So when they play them, I'll see see how they do. Uh, Jerry, so you were right. It was a 2014 draft. Oh yeah, so tw- pick 22. Yeah, like they. So 22. Who was picked after that? D Ford, Jason Barrett, Kelvin Benjamin, Teddy, Demarcus. Derek Carr, Marquise Lee, Devontae Adams, Allen yeah. Robinson, Jarvis Landry, Jimmy Garoppolo. See, like <laughs> they went with someone that's had problems in college. Devontae Freeman. So after that, I don't. I don't think there's that many good QBs. Yeah. But their drafting is is always, it's always cheeks every year. Yep. <laughs> you can't say anything else. I think it was. I don't know. It's always a bad pick for them. Because the next year they took Danny Shelton at number twelve. They could have gotten Devontae Parker, Melvin Gordon, Marcus Peters, Byron Jones, Lennon Collins. Eric Kendricks, who's still in Minnesota. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that probably needs to change with the with the Browns. And I, I think it's gonna start start from the top. Just need yeah. a clean house, just like yeah. what we did. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's it's probably tough, but that's what you got to do. Yeah, there, there's no excuse to be bad for so long. How, how many years did, did have they missed playoffs? Every. It's not even a number anymore. It's just every. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the infinity logo, like the infinity sign. 
Uh, how did how, how do you think uh, Big Ben did on his on his debut again or his return? Uh, like rusty. You think so? You can't. Well, in the first half, yeah. Yeah. He he started slinging it in the second half and was getting the ball to Juju. Juju looked good, but uh, like I don't know how good the uh, the Giants' secondary is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what we're talking about off pod, because one of our uh, one of my friends, his name is Joseph. He's a Steelers fan. He always tries to convince me that Juju's the number one, but I, I don't think he's the number one. They're they're playing the Giants. He he was burning scrubs out there. I I, I played that game. I was guarding him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they play they play the Broncos this week, and. The Broncos' defense looked pretty good against the Titans, so we'll see how that turns out. Well, AJ Boye isn't playing too, which, oh, yeah, he, which sucks. Yeah, he got hurt, huh? That that that's a killer because I I wanted to see him match up against him. And then James Conner might be out too, right? He's questionable. He's he's like he's a glass cannon. Yeah. Well, I think it's because like him having cancer and going through chemo and all that stuff that just breaks yeah, down your body it, yeah. so much and that that's that sucks so bad for him because i feel like he, he yeah he, he's a stud yeah, he's but a he'd be a lot better if he didn't have to go through all yeah at least they have benny snow but i don't i don't know how how good he's gonna be unless you're yeah. like a diehard Steelers fan and you you watch him in college yeah So how do you think the uh, Seahawks Patriots game's gonna go? I dude, I'm I'm excited. I we get we get a national a national TV game again. I I think it's gonna be good. I I think it's gonna be closer than people think. But of course, I have us winning. But everybody else has the Seahawks winning. So sixty one percent, almost sixty two to the Seahawks. They're projected to win by three and a half. So I, I, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be DK against Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. It's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be interesting to see. How, how big is Gilmore compared to uh, DK? Because I know DK is like 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, uh, let me see. I so DK. So Gilmore's probably like six one, I think six two. Let me check. Because I know he's a big boy himself. He's well, yeah, six one, no six two. And if you look at the stat lines from week one, it's mm-hmm. Cam Newton with the most passing yards for them because obviously he's a quarterback. Same thing for Russell, and then they both had the most rushing yards for their teams. Yep. I want, I want, that's like the matchup. That's like one of my favorite games on the schedule that I that I've been wanting to see. So, how do you think your uh, your offense is going to do against that defense? Good, because I I don't think I don't I don't know any of their corners. I know we have to worry about Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams. Yeah, I I think I think we'll be fine. But like I said, it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be like a blowout. Yeah, I think it's going to – especially where they're playing in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it'll probably come down to the to the wire, like a field goal, 
to win it. Yeah. Right now, right now, the betting lines for the Patriots are at plus four. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know it's going to be a good game. That's one of the – I was telling Marley um, the other day at work, that was one of the games that I wanted to go to, but they don't have any fans. Yeah. Well, Brooks, what do you think about uh, your Monday night game, Raiders versus the Saints? Yeah. I think uh, – if our defense played how we played week one against Tampa Bay, uh, and like, but we don't, we really don't have to worry about the receiving like our corners as much because you just have to uh, contain rugs and then uh, block up uh, uh, Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. That will be fine, but we uh, the Raider, the Raiders seem like a run first offense, so. I think there's going to be a lot of emphasis on this week is uh, slowing down, slowing him down and loading the box up and putting pressure under Derek Carr. Because ever since that ankle injury uh, against the Colts, he he's never really been the same. He's been a little skittish and shy in the pocket and tends to force the ball in those situations or throw it away. So if our defense plays like we did this week or uh, this last week, we'll be fine. Our offense will slowly get rolling. Mm-hmm. Michael, not having Michael Thomas is big, but we don't have him, so we got to just move on next man up and have whoever is going to start for, in his spot uh, this play well. So who's like, it going to be? Because I know you have Emmanuel Sanders on one, and who's going to be on the other side? Who's going to step up? Um, probably we got we got a couple of options. We got um, a rookie. His name's uh, his last name's Callaway. I forget his first name, but he's Marquez. from Tennessee. Yeah, from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He's he uh, he's supposedly looked very good in camp. So he might, if he's healthy this week, he'll uh, step up. Or uh, Benny uh, Benny Flowers from um, he played with Broncos for a little bit. Uh, he's a he's a smaller guy, but I'm not too worried about someone replacing Michael Thomas because you got to slow down Jared Cook. Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, like those two, those guys are huge and they tend to make a lot of plays. Like Jared Cook led us in re, uh, receiving yards this year or the, uh, this last week. And then Alvin, Alvin Kamara had two touchdowns in 90 seconds. I'm surprised with the Jared Cook thing because <laughs> he's, he's already old. He hasn't done anything. I didn't think, I don't think he does. He, he's done anything in the last couple of years. He, he had like not, he had like, almost 700 yards receiving with us last year and nine mm-hmm. touchdowns. So like, not and, and not having drew for five games, like that, I, I think that's pretty good. He's mm-hmm. a little slower than he used to be, obviously, because again, he's getting old and he's a tight end, but I don't know. Like, I think Jonathan Abrams going to have to cover him one-on-one because no one, no one could out jump him. Yeah. He's, he, he's a, Big, he's a big target, and if you get in the red zone, Drew's just gonna lob it up to him because he'll box yeah. you out and catch that. He's six five, almost two hundred sixty pounds. Yeah, yeah, he's a big dude. For for your receiver thing, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if you guys put Taysom Hill out there. Yeah, like you, you never know what he's gonna do. <laughs> like we ran, we this week we had a run pass option with him, and he drops back, and then he like looks at the defense and just runs like twenty five yards. 
he's just he's faster than everybody like stronger than everybody like he, he's just a freak of nature yeah for sure all right marley for for you is there any games that you're interested in or are you just gonna keep watching the red zone i'm, I'm just gonna continue watching red zone like i'll watch the monday night game <clears throat> And then I'll watch your game too on Sunday night. But um, but yeah, I'm just con- con- going to continue to watching the red zone and the national media game, national televised games. So, how do you uh, think the the Cardinals are going to do? You think they're going to be, be like a sleeper team for for some people? I think if Kyle Murray and um, uh, Hopkins play like they did against the Niners, like mm-hmm. they definitely can be a sleeper team. Like. Kyle, like Kyle Murray really impressed me against in week one, but like I, I try, I try not to get too hyped up after like one game mm-hmm. just because like teams are going to make adjustments. And like, like I know for basketball, for sure. That's the, like a lot of people, like I hate to uh, throw salt in the wound, Jerry, but uh, the heat won game one mm-hmm. and everyone's like saying that the heat are going to win in six, but it's like, yeah. it's just one game. Yeah. Like these teams are, are going to make adjustments, so it's it's the same for football. It's the same for football. Like a lot of these teams that a lot of these teams watch the games in week one, they're they're going to make adjustments. So we'll see. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny when the Lakers beat the uh, Warriors in the beginning of the season, and they they send a tweet out like everybody take notice. I'm like, it's <laughs> it's a third game, guys. Calm down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eighty two more to go. I, I think I, for for the Cardinals, I think I think though, I don't know. I I think they have potential to to win that division. Yeah, I know that's a, a a big statement, I guess, only in the first game. But you have to look at their schedule. It it doesn't look that hard. Now that 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 division schedule is pretty easy this year. It it's always weird. Like it seems like the team that wins the Super Bowl the next season, their schedule gets a little easier. Yeah, and it's like they're they want they are they went to the Super Bowl. Like they're they're a top team. Like they should be playing other top teams to see if they got what it takes. Yeah, but well, they play the Washington Football Team this week, so we'll see if that defense like holds up against against the Cardinals. But yeah, it's true. Well, it's, Basically the same situation. It's the like they're basically playing two Niners, yeah, uh, Niners games. So, because yeah, because the Niners and the uh, Washington Football Team they got the same kind of offensive line, and the uh, Washington Football or the uh, Niners have potential to get eight sacks every week because of who their D line is, and the Cardinals' offensive line isn't that good. It's just Kyler is just amazing on his feet. I want to see because I I feel like they they have they have the potential to to win the division. Like I said, they they play us this year, and they play the Cowboys. I think besides that, the the Niners and Seahawks those are the toughest games they have. The Niners come to New Orleans this year, so that'll be we, tough. We play them too. Yeah. I don't think yeah, we we played we played Arizona last year and we killed them. I actually went to that game. It was like it was like 27 to 6 or something like that off field goals. Remember we're talking about Pat Pete um I was talking about Pat Pete the the last episode? Yeah. Uh he made a huge play too 
One yeah. of the, so they almost they almost scored a touchdown. I guess he got beat off the line, and then um, he he ran to to the receiver. I guess he just stuck his hand in the air and then uh, batted down the the pass, which yep. like super close to a touchdown. Which is huge. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how they how they do against Niners 2.0. I guess. Yep. Niners <laughs> 2.0. There is also the the. Uh, go ahead, Murray. What were you gonna say? Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, there's also the Rams and Eagles. See how how the Eagles come back. They, well, they get Miles Sanders back, and then they're uh, when their offensive linemen back. So it should be a good game, but you never never know with the Eagles. Yeah. The, the game that I'm kind of looking at is is Jaguars and Titans. Like Jaguars mm-hmm. actually won like week one. And th- do you think th- they're the only? Well, th- it's not a home game this this week, but do you think the Jaguars can be kind of like sneakily good just because they they have fans in their arenas and they're getting that extra like oomph? If, if, if I guess that's the incorrect word to use, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, because that could help. Because everybody's like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, no fans is weird. And Jacksonville, I don't know how many fans they had there, but it's probably around the same amount as a regular game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> Minshew Mania, like Uncle Rico, he 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 looked good. Two touchdowns, like. I think I think they're they everybody projected them to be so bad that they are trying to prove everybody wrong, which good for them. Like go out and ball out and make names for yourself, and hopefully those guys get paid because I can't name a player besides Gardner Minshew on the team. Uh, me neither, man. Oh well, they they have a DJ Chark. He's a good one. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, from LSU. Well, yeah, so so you're talking about Uncle Rico. He, he was, so he was 19 for 20, 173 yards and three touchdowns. That, yeah, that's yeah, that stat line is insane. <laughs> it's just I uh, I don't know that that division. I I'm pretty sure it switches up like every year, right? Like yeah, it's because it, you have those two. You have the the Colts and then the Texans. Yeah, it's and it's it's usually never the Jaguars and like the top except that one year when they, they went to, to us. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but it I, I think it's gonna come down to the Texans and the Titans. because mm-hmm. uh, Philip Rivers just he he looks god awful as <laughs> per, per usual. And uh We'll we'll see how we'll see if the Jags could last if they could keep it up and keep winning games. Yeah. So so when they play this week, the Titans have a couple people questionable: uh, Clowney, Davis, AJ Brown, Kenny Vaccaro, and Vic Beasley Jr. And those are all huge for them. Yeah. Is that uh, is that one linebacker suspended for them because he punched some dude in the face against the Broncos? I don't know. It, that that was that was stupid of him. Yeah, that's just a like a, an emotional response, and it, it's you can't let that happen. Uh, I don't know. It was that was a weird game too. Oh yeah, yeah. what was the name? Rashawn Evans. Yep, he's a solid uh, linebacker. Linebacker too. Yeah, 
don't yeah. know if, he, if he's gonna. They they need him. Was it me or did Derrick Henry look a little slow? He did. I don't know if it was the elevation or if he he's just he just can't take take all those carries. Yeah. Oh, so so speaking of slow, there was a moment. I think you sent me it or I saw it on Twitter of Gronk. He looked super slow. He yeah. He looked like someone he's... said that he was running quicksand. Yeah. <laughs> he like caught a pass at the line of scrimmage. It was like a Man. screen screen pass, and he got tackled at the line of scrimmage by yeah, our like, by our defense alignment. By right, like right away as soon as he caught. It. Yeah, they're yeah they're saying that he chopped him down like a tree because <laughs> Gronk wasn't moving. <laughs> he wasn't, dude. It was it was weird. I know he's still trying to get his his football body back, but man. So so do you guys think that Tom should have retired? after the Super Bowl win against the Rams, or do you think uh, what he's doing right now is a smart decision on his part? I, I think what, what he's trying to do is, is if, if he has a chance, why not go win one more ring? And after that, if you if they win this year, if they don't, then I think he's going to retire. I guess what I'm saying is he, he's full sending for, for a ring. Well, I kind of see it as more of like a LeBron going to LA move. I don't see it as Brady wants to win ring rings in um in Tampa. Like it's kind of like him just retiring because everyone retires in Florida. But <laughs> but like it would be nice like if you want a ring. Like I feel like Tampa from what I've seen like from this first week or like they have the potential, like they have the talent, mm-hmm. but it's going to take like I think like a few like a few years, a few seasons. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he has that left because yeah, that's like how you brought up LeBron. They they have a they have a chance to to go to the finals this year, and to to that's the whole reason he left uh, Cleveland because he wants to win another ring, and I I think it's it's similar to to the Brady thing. He wants to win one one more, and he's older than LeBron. LeBron's a different, but. He's he's different, but I'll 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 disagree with a little bit there, just because LeBron didn't really he didn't come to L.A. like he obviously wants to win, but he can't, he moved to L.A. for like a business decision, like he like he's yeah. in Space Jam, like his kids are in better schools, like the weather is nicer because who wants to live in Cleveland like during <laughs> like during the winter months? So I don't know. I just I just kind of see the same thing with Brady, but. That's just this is what I see. So yeah, it it makes sense. Yeah, there is an update on um on Chris Godwin. I guess he's in the concussion protocol. Yeah, you got a C word. He got he got blasted by um DJ Swearinger. Poor dude. Yeah, they they called a penalty on it, but DJ Swearinger put his head to the side and hit him, and they said that he was a defenseless receiver. But he didn't like he put he tried to put his shoulder in his chest, but Godwin like dug down as he caught it. He 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 was slow to get up, and it looked like it hurt real bad because he got he got sandwiched in between two dudes. Did you see the the Hall of Fame class this year? Yeah, uh, I have not. It's supposed to be it's it's loaded. I, it, I I'm pretty sure it's, so. It's Peyton Charles Woodson. 
uh, Calvin Johnson, Charles Tillman, Wes Welker, Justin Tuck, Jared Allen, the Brickishaw Ferguson, Logan Mankins, Kevin Williams, Heath Miller, Roddy White, Ger Gerard Mayo, and Steven Jackson. So it's it's Damn. loaded. Yeah. Man, you can make a team with those people. Yeah, and they'd be solid. <laughs> Hopefully Payton – I know Payton and Woodson are getting in for sure. Oh, yeah. That, those are they're easy locks. And ho hopefully Calvin. I it still it still sucks that he retired so early. How long ago did he retire though? I wasn't it like twenty. Was it 2010? Know, 20, 20, 2010 or twenty eleven? So at some he was what thirty I think. Yeah. They said it was like another uh, Barry Sanders. Yeah. Which I mean, like I don't blame him. You're on the Lions. <laughs> And he only started doing good when they drafted Matt Stafford. Yeah, and to, especially at him, like his position, like he's a go-to receiver, so he's always getting the ball and taking those hits. Like retire early, save your mind, <laughs> save, like save your brain, and have a future with your kids and stuff like that. So you're not like you don't have to deal with a lot of mental health issues down the road. What was it? Oh, twenty. No, he retired 2016. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was, like, longer. Four years ago. That's crazy. Because <laughs> on here, it's talking about one of the, the plays in Seattle of Cam Chancellor punching the ball out of his hands while he was trying to score. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that play. I remember, yeah. I don't know. It was, he, had a, he had a good career, though. Yeah, he was that. Three, four. Five, six. So six straight years of a thousand yards plus. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't ask for anything better. Oh. Especially as a Lions fan. And in 2012, he almost had 2,000 yards receiving. Was that the year that Josh Gordon led the league? Yeah. Man. I don't know. Well, I am excited about uh, all these games coming up. Hopefully, hopefully they're better than the, this week that just passed. Oh, and you got and you got Sunday ticket too. Yeah, you paid the money this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I was telling Brooks about it too because Brooks, uh, you said you had it already before, right? Yeah, my parents and my brother they split it last year, and we all like different teams. So it was always difficult, like, oh, oh, wait, wait, flip it back, flip it back kind of thing, like, and it it, it sucked doing that. So uh, I know for if you had DirecTV, um, the first week was free, but after that you got to pay for it. So I did what you did after you called me. I just hit up my cousin. I was like, hey, like, can I get your, like, can I use your information? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, if, if, but if I want to watch a game, you got to send me the information to log in so I can watch it too. I'm like, all right, yeah, it, is, it was good to me. It was clutch. So it was yep. it was a hundred bucks for the whole season, and it, for me, it's my first time using it, and it it was dope. Cause, it's so nice because I know I can watch the games on the computer, like different games at the same time. But I would rather be laying down, just slap it on the TV, and just just enjoy watching it on there. Cause cause before like Reds or uh, not Reds on uh, Sunday Ticket. 
and we didn't get the game, I would just be watching whatever game was local. So it was yeah. probably the Raiders or the Niners. Mm-hmm. And then on my phone, just constantly updating, 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 updating. Oh, and, for then, game, yeah, huh? and then when we worked at Amazon, you found like a link to watch it on the TV. So I'd, I'd put it up on my Xbox and I'd watch the games. Yep. But then you'd get like people like that could chat on the side and you yeah. see like their comments. <laughs> and it was just like weird. But have like having it officially is nice because mm-hmm. i i just put my phone down and scream at the tv yeah me in too. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it so much easier i'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad i finally just 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 bought it and paid for it it makes it so much so much easier to be angry for four hours yeah plus it's so it's so easy so when when our games go to halftime you can just switch to another one like right away yeah whatever's on and then man it, it makes it so much easier yep like but going it, back to red zone i mm-hmm. i i find i found myself like just after the first week just kind of already being addicted to red zone and then when i would go back to a local game like seeing like an actual game and it would go to commercial i was like what's going on here i'm like <laughs> should, I, should i be seeing should i should be watching football right now i'm like yeah i, I like red zone when the saints are playing because you get a, you get a little bit of everything and they just keep flipping back to like, like whatever game is good, and you get the you don't get the stupid like three and outs like oh all right they're punting you get like the exciting plays and I like I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so um, do you have anything else to add? Any of you? Uh, not not really. Just can't wait for the next uh, next week's of games. So. Are you watching the game tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I'll watch the game tomorrow. Oh, I think that one, that one's going to be good, especially since it's the division game. Yeah. It, it just feels good that football's back. It just feels like it, it adds a little normalcy to my life, at least. Yeah. It, rather than like, oh, okay, like, what do you want to do? Oh, we can't do anything? All right. Like, let's do laundry, I guess. Like, <laughs> like you can't, like, and then you have to wait for, like, a basketball game to come on and then, yeah. like, and then when basketball was on, like, I didn't care to watch, like, the Wizards or, like, I didn't care to watch Brooklyn, Brooklyn play. So, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to watch this. Like, it, It's honestly crazy with, like, uh, like since COVID happened and everything got, like, put on hold. Now that we have – now we have basketball, football, baseball, soccer, Premier League, like, all happening all at once. So, yeah. it's like we Hockey, went from having like, nothing no to everything. to everything. Yeah. yeah. So, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It, I saw that thing. It was like on Thursday night. It was the first time ever, like all almost, the sports were on. And yeah, every sport was on at once. Mm-hmm. First time ever. It was it was crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad we got we had no sports. Now we have we have sports to give. We have no sports, and we have too much sports. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, your Celtics I, I play tomorrow, right? Yeah, we we play tomorrow. I think at four. So and there is some news. Hayward, he's they so they upgraded him to doubtful. So that is good news because is he, he quarantining was, right now? Because no, he's in so the bubble. He's he's been he's been done with that. He's already been practicing with us. Oh okay. Already. So, so he had a kid then came back. No, no, he hasn't even had the kid yet. That's the thing. Oh no. Okay. So he's supposed to have the kid, or his wife's supposed to have the kid at the end of the month. He's coming back. Oh, I guess he's gonna come back. Dang, yeah, how so, stressful! Stressful would that be? 
Like you're yeah. sitting there waiting in a bubble, and then she's like, she's like, oh, I'm going in labor, and you're like, okay, let me get on a plane. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hard to focus. Yeah. So, um, so I know. So it's a, it is a good sign because he is like closer to returning, but I don't think we're gonna get him in game two, which, which is gonna suck. But I, I still think we can beat them. I think it's gonna go to seven games. Yeah, I, I think I, so too. Another, it's... another Raptor series. I think it's, I think the Lakers are going to go to the seven games with the Nuggets too. Yeah, man. I think the Nuggets. It, I, no, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a hot take. I honestly think the Nuggets are gonna pull it out. I think the Lakers. I, I think yeah. it's gonna be Nuggets. Nuggets. Sorry, Jerry. Nuggets and Heat. Oh, that would that. No, I, I wouldn't be, even be mad at that. Because, like, think about it. Like, since we're on Denver and we're talking about basketball, uh, think about it. Like, Den, Denver has been playing with their backs up against the wall, like. With two the jazz. series in a row, man. Yeah, two series in a row, and they're, they're, they haven't even gotten Will Barton back yet. Yeah, like their is best player, one back? of their best players. So it's like, and Jokic is just freaking game seven. Watching game seven, like Jokic is just a stud. <laughs> the game seven pass over his head to Jamal yeah. Murray. I know, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like the Nuggets players need to like. I think all of them are on the same page, but it's like you need to. If if you if you cut to the basket, Jokic will find you. Yeah, hell yeah. Like they just need, and I don't like. I was telling my like my friend, he's a Lakers fan, and uh, he like I told him like I told him exactly what you keep telling me, Jerry. It's like if Davis and LeBron aren't going off, then mm-hmm. they're probably going to lose. It's, it's tough to yeah, it's tough for them to win. Yeah, so I don't see I don't see the I don't see the Lakers. Um, having Davis and LeBron going off every single game, so they're the Nuggets are going to win a couple games here and there, and that's you, all you like. If you have the Nuggets, that's all you need. You just need a little bit of momentum. What do you What do you think, Brooks? Since you're the the Lakers fan, um, I think I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. I I personally think the the Nuggets are going to win, mm-hmm. but uh, one thing they have bad going for them is two seven game series back to back. Yeah, the Lakers have only played five game series, so they got a lot of rest compared to them. Yep. Um, I don't know if, how fresh like their legs are going to be for game one. I think the Lakers might take might take an early lead, but the Denver Den- Denver they're dogs. They they don't stop fighting. And I guess you guys, uh, in order for the Nuggets to win, they have to let you guys win the first game because every time. Someone beats the the Lakers first game, they end up losing like four to one. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's just Houston. <laughs> but no, and the Blazers too. It was four and the Blazers, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, your dark it, horse, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just the they're two like I feel like they're two <clears throat> defensive teams. Mm-hmm. They're not. Neither of them are gonna put up like one twenty, but. Mm-hmm. They'll have their couple guys go off, and then they'll shut everybody else down. And the Lakers are the same way. Like, LeBron and Anthony Davis will go off, and then no one else will, like, score a lot of points. And it's it's the, like, Alex Caruso. It's the uh, Marquise Morris and uh, Dwight Howard, like, and Rajon Rondo, like, coming off the bench and locking people up. And I don't know. Like, I think it's gonna be an interesting series. 
both series, Eastern and Western, are going to go to Game Seven, mm-hmm. and they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Do you do you think with with the Nuggets? Do you think similar with you guys, where if Anthony Davis and LeBron don't go off, it's the same thing with the Nuggets of Jokic or Murray doesn't go off? Yeah, because like who else is going to go off? Like Kyle Kuzma will like he'll get like seven points like. There's no one. There's no one else on. I feel like on either team that can take the game into their hands and just take over. Uh, well, they have Michael Porter Jr. He's he's starting to come out of his his little shell. But like me and Marley were talking about, he's he's garbage on defense. But yeah, yeah that's why I I, I kind of agree with you a little bit, Brooks, about they're both defensive teams. Or they're not going to put up 120. But I think yeah. the Lakers edge out the Nuggets just a little bit on defense, just because getting. Yeah. To this point, the Nuggets were pretty bad defensively in a couple of games. Like, they, they gave up a lot of points. And they also got into a lot of holes. Like, you can't – that's the one thing about the Lakers. Like, you can't really go down 40 points or 30 points against the Lakers and expect to dig yourself out. Yeah. So – Because the Lakers, like, watching the last two series, when when they get hot, they get hot for, like, a while. They get hot for, like, two, three minutes, and they, they'll go up by a lot. And then all of a sudden, defense will lock in. And then they slow the game down, and they play the game how they want to play. That's what they did with the Rockets. Like, they they got up on the Rockets, and then they slow it down. Like, here, AD, do work. But you can't you can't do that. Obviously, you can't do that on uh, Denver because uh, Jokic will shut that shit down real fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully, hopefully these are some some good series. I'm I'm excited about ours tomorrow. Hopefully, pull out a win. Uh, but there's uh, let's talk about these weekly recommendations. Uh, when you guys wants to start first, uh, I guess I'll go first because I've already mentioned about a couple times this is NFL Red Zone. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I really need to recommend it that much, but it's just. Uh, I was just shocked at the production quality and stuff like that and just gave me a, a ton of anxiety just watching the games go, like, go back and forth, thinking of the person operating the board and just switching from game to game. And then I, I, I would not even want to be like, is, is it is it Mike Hansen, the host of NFL Red Zone? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I can't even imagine like like how he sleeps at night. He's probably like freaking – think hearing like all these producers in his ears as he's, as he's going to sleep but yeah end of a red zone super fun way to watch football they, they gotta update him as he's talking about a different game like that's I know. They're like, okay we're gonna switch to this game and this is what's happening and this what this person's doing like god damn like that'd be stressful i, I right. can't i'm the type of person if i'm like if i'm on the phone and someone else is talking to me i have to like walk away because i can't hear them I can't hear the other person at all. Right. Like I, I can't I can't focus at two things at once. I'm terrible at that. He he's probably used to it by now. Yeah. Yeah, eleven years later he's probably used yeah. to it by now. But like he <laughs> it, even it, mentioned at the end of stuff, yeah. when they closed out the show, he he was like saying yeah. he actually looked kind of stressed out just because they were practicing like social distancing like measures. So the way they produce the show is different now. They wouldn't go into that, but it was just like at the end of the show, he was just like completely worn out and just like, oh shit, is COVID gonna break him? 
All right, so so for mine, um, I, like I was telling you guys before the pod, I I haven't watched it, but it's I seen the reviews and whatnot. I'm gonna watch it. Hopefully, hopefully today, maybe after the pod. It's called The Devil All the Time. It's on Netflix. So the main reason I wanted to watch it was because it has Tom Holland. So it has it has Spider Man in it, and it. The, the plot, it says, so sinister characters converge around a young man devoted to protecting those he loves in a post-war backwoods town teeming with corruption and brutality. And like I said, I've seen the, the trailer and it looks pretty good. So I'm, I'm going to check it out. Uh, mine is uh, Power Pill. It's on Netflix. It's uh, Jamie Foxx and I forget the other actor in it. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh it it takes uh, place in New Orleans, and it's a pill that these people take, and you have to find out what your power is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty interesting to see, and it's pretty cool. Jamie Foxx uh, is one of my favorite actors. He's a great actor. Justin Justin Gordon Levy is a pretty good actor too. Yep. And like they have like a weird cameo with a machine gun Kelly in it for a second, <laughs> but uh, I I really liked the movie. And yeah, it was good. I thought it was cool taking place in New Orleans and like I've been there a few times. So seeing like all the things and seeing the, like the Mercedes Benz Superdome was pretty cool. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, he wears uh, Steve Gleason's uh, jersey. jersey. Yeah, it's so that was, cool. was a pretty good like shout out to Gleason and I really liked the movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. I, I recommend it too. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Before we hop off, uh, Brooks, I think it's Project Power. Um, I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I, I don't mean to correct you. Oh just, no, yeah, yeah you, you're right, you're right. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like Power Pill. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, some, that sounds like something you buy like at Seven Eleven behind the counter. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so, a Power Pill. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, project power. My bad. Thank you for correcting me. Oh no problem. All right, I, I think that should be it. Um, well, thank, thank you, Marley, for for joining us. Hopefully, you join us on on future episodes. Oh, no problem. You're you're welcome whenever. Yeah. And then uh, thank you, Brooks. Always. Yeah, thanks, and, yeah. See you guys next time. All right. I would wear your mask. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. I know.